Did you know that terrible lizards are being found down under in Australia? How did those creatures get there? Did a big meteorite wipe them all out? Or maybe there was a flood? What is the fossil record really trying to tell us, and does it line up with what we read in our Bibles? We'll find out more on this episode of Wonders Without Number. talk about today is the fact that those terrible lizards are being found down under. The discovery of dinosaurs in Australia provides evidence of a global flood in Noah's day, and we have with us the creation guy, John Mackay, to tell us about it. Now, John studied geology at the University of Queensland, and over the last 30 years, he's been involved with field research all around the world. He's the international speaker, lecturing on subjects of origins, and he's no stranger to university campuses, where he's participated in many debates regarding the subject of creation and evolution. So join with me now as we meet my friend and very special guest from Down Under, John Mackay. Welcome to the program. G'day mate, good to be here. Yes sir, <coughs> okay, so what part of Australia? I'm from the East Coast and uh, most people over here have heard of Sydney because of the Olympic Games and trade. Well, I'm about 600 miles north of Sydney. Okay, okay. Well, that gives you a, a ballpark idea. It does give us a ballpark. So it's beautifully warm all year, never too hot, never too cold. And, uh, you know, it's just luxuriously green in most, most of the time. Well, that's nice. Mm, that's nice. Is. Okay, so tell me just a little bit about your research. What got you involved in this research and, and how it's mm -hmm. progressed from there? Okay, well, coming from a non-Christian background and becoming a Christian through, first of all, uh, accepting evolution at high school, realizing that that meant I was an animal, which really pleased me. It meant I could do what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And then by the time I began studying university texts, um, I had one textbook that, you know, I loved. It was all about how you and I were just overbrained, less hairy, orangutan's <laughs> cousins. And uh, then the author threw in a chapter on why there is no God. Hmm. And personally, I was insulted because what was religion doing in my textbook? Right. And as he tried to prove his case, it became very evident he was trying to use an absolute negative, which you can't prove. Okay. And I thought, this guy's a moron. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I didn't want to be impolite, <laughs> but the reality was he was doing something that can't be done. Mm -hmm. And then he argued that the Bible was just a book of myths and legends. And now that I'm a Christian and can look back, I could say the Holy Spirit was fishing. And okay. I was being reeled in, but I didn't know words like that in those days. Yeah. So I went and got a Bible to see what it said. And I'll be honest, as I read through that book, there was something attractive. I read chapter one and it was exactly the opposite of evolution. I could see that, mm -hmm. but it was attractive. It was not, not just about the creation, it was about a person who created. And that book just drew me on and on until I got to John 14 and became a Christian and analyzed the Bible and found Christians should go to church, Christians should get baptized. Uh -huh. And that's sort of one side of it. Okay. Then doing university studies, needing to rearrange all my subjects so I could find out what's the actual evidence, not just the theories. Right. And then discovering evolution wasn't a very good suggestion at all. Now, I wasn't a creationist yet, but I knew evolution didn't work. Okay. That's sort of a bit of the background. Well, that's great. That's great. And you've been doing this research now for many, many years. Yes. And a lot of research on dinosaurs. Yes, love dinosaurs, particularly dig them up. And now I've got grandchildren. They love to uh, you know, <laughs> come and look at grandpa's heads and bodies and all these sort of bones we've got from around the globe and particularly in Australia. Well, almost everybody loves dinosaurs, especially mm. as a young person. And there's just something appealing, but at the same time, <clears throat> 
if you've got an average children's book, it's showing dinosaurs and it's showing them as originating 65 million more years ago. This is sort of deceiving in a way because it's stating this as fact and mm. it's drilling it in their heads at such an early age that when they read about some of these creatures in the Bible that certainly appears to be talking about what we might call as dinosaurs, or when they dig in the fossil record and they learn of these things, what, what's their opinion going to be? Is it going to be one of a biblical perspective or is it going to be that, just like I read in my children's book, these things lived mm. millions and millions of years ago? Well, I do a lot of work in schools, including some Christian schools, and I love deliberately to get the kids to face up to what they're thinking because the teachers will say, oh, we teach them the Bible. Uh -huh. And so I first question is, okay, kids, when did the dinosaurs live? Mm -hmm. 100 million years ago, <laughs> right? And so what's in their heads is the pagan secular view, which means that they actually don't believe the Bible, they just think they do. That's and right. 20 years down the track, most of them won't be in church because they know that, hey, it's not true. That's a good point. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what you're being taught, uh, in, in the school system, even if it's a Christian school mm. system, there's still pop culture is instilling yep. these things into their brains. Yep. And so what's going to come across? So you're watching a compelling television show, you know, several hours a day, uh, and then you go to school and you may learn the opposite. You go to church and you may learn the opposite, but the prevailing thought may be that these things are millions of years ago. Yeah, that's why we love to do field trips, even here in Tennessee in the USA, yeah. so people can see it and say, I touched it myself. Huh? <laughs> well, that's great, and we appreciate you coming to Tennessee all the way from Australia. It's a pleasure to have you here. Now, let's just jump right in. I'm gonna give you control okay, of the you, presentation, sir. and we'll take a look at what you brought. Great, you can see our website up there, creationresearchusa.org, that's our USA one. Okay. And uh, we run a museum in Australia, Creation Museum, which is actually an outdoor fossil dig site. We've actually called it Jurassic Ark, so ah. no apologies to the movie makers <laughs> or anything. But it's right on the east coast of Australia, and we take little kids and big kids, we take families there, yeah. and they have a smashing good time digging up rocks and fossils. Wow. So that's one of the things we've done because, you know, we found this deposit many, many years ago. The geologists didn't know it was there and they've been amazed at some of the fossils like this log. Now you will see it says it's an oricaria, okay. which is a Latin term for southern conifer or southern pine tree. Okay. Now what's interesting is I often get asked in America, how come Australia's got such unique things? Mm -hmm. And I love to remind them of this. These are the same fossils as you have in your Arizona State Forest. Wow. And they formed in exactly the same way. Okay. So we take crowds to the museum, they dig up the fossils, they have a look at the murals. Oh yeah, we have lots of murals because you and I have discovered the importance of pictures. Absolutely. And kids today hardly read by comparison. So we take them all the way through and show them the Bible, particularly this point. Okay. In the beginning, God created. It didn't happen by itself. Mm -hmm. The 21st century of Genesis 1 is nothing happened by accident. But <laughs> yeah. not just was it created, from Genesis 1 to 11, you read all about the creation in specific detail, and particularly this verse. So I encourage people, if they want to know the difference between creation and evolution, particularly for school use and for kids, concentrate on this verse. Okay. God created things after their own kind. Now, Evolution 101 says that. Mm 
<laughs> things haven't produced their own kind. Now, did you notice, Dave, we didn't use any big biological terms? Yes. We didn't have to do physics 777, <laughs> right? Basically, the Bible is so simple that a kid can understand it, particularly in Genesis. Carrots turn into some kind of carrots. Uh, that's Whereas right. evolution says seaweed turned into carrots. <laughs> carrots. Right? So and there's a, from there. Yeah, that's a big, big difference. Okay. So you're saying the Bible is very simple to understand. Anyone can understand it, and yet it happens to be very scientific when it speaks on science. It really does. That's why we planted this garden here. Okay. Because we reached the conclusion that most people don't go around digging up fossils. I'm a bit strange, apparently. <laughs> but when, when we took them to dig up fossils, they think that's great fun. But then they come and say, hey, what's this? Oh, right? yes. And you yeah. try to get them to figure it out themselves because the bottom line of the Bible is you can see God's nature in creation. He stamped the fact that he doesn't change on his creation. So don't be surprised that pine trees always turn into some kind of pine, pine trees because God doesn't change. Okay. So we planted this living fossil garden based on Darwin's attitude. Okay. You see, Darwin's responsible for the theory of? Evolution. Evolution, which says things haven't stayed the same. That's right. And Darwin inv invented a term living fossil okay. because he was stuck with a conundrum. He lived in a world where carrots turn into carrots, pine trees turn into pine trees, mm -hmm. and in his day, the newly discovered ginkgo tree from China, well, it was the same as the fossil ones in Yorkshire. Ah. Living fossil. Okay. The dead one and the living one were pretty much the same. So he invented this word because it's the opposite of what his theory would predict. Wow. So but this we, is a, a big problem for his theory. It's a big problem for his theory because the fossils don't back it up. That's why I, John Mackay, stopped believing it. Yeah. Not because of religious stuff, right? That was an add-on, but it was because, excuse me, Professor, mm -hmm. where is the evidence? And it wasn't there. That's a good point. And you know, even I was at uh, Ripley's Aquarium uh, not long ago in uh, South Carolina. And they have this big display of horseshoe crabs, mm -hmm. horseshoe crabs in a in a uh, you know water tank, and right above it they said living fossils because yeah. they're the same, virtually identical as what we find in the fossil record. But they're still alive today. There's no doubt about it. In fact, my conclusion was, if you studied the whole geologic column, and I haven't yet succeeded in doing that, but every fossil I've analysed in depth. And as you can see, I've been on planet Earth a few more decades than you have, <laughs> and I'm becoming a living fossil. Um, the reality is I cannot find any exceptions to this. The only ones you could possibly suggest are those creatures that have died out. Everything else is a living fossil. Darwin's theory has nothing going for it. That's why we take these trees out. Right. And we teach the young people how to reconstruct them, put them back together. It's fairly easy. So we then resurrect them. Okay. And we put them beside our living trees. I mean, here's me as a tree hugger, first time yeah. in my life, right? <laughs> uh, but what we were doing, of course, was putting it in the living fossil garden, okay. which we started back in 2009, really, mm -hmm. and started to plant the plants that we were digging up. So this plant beside me here, this, this plastic palm tree, yes. we dig up fossil palms. Uh -huh. We dig up fossil pine trees. Okay. And so the kids could say, hey, those two are the same. Now, they didn't need to know any technicalities, but they've got eyes and they've got fingers and they can say, that looks like some kind of that tree. Mm -hmm. right? And then they could actually see, hey, but I thought you said, sir, this rock was supposed to be 100 million years old. Well, it is according to the evolutionists, yeah, but they haven't changed. Hmm. Question, if they haven't changed in 100 million years, they ain't gonna change, right? <laughs> now, I don't believe in the 100 million years, right. but the kids get the point straight away. Sure. 
There's our southern conifers living. Oh, wow. Aren't okay. they beautiful? Yeah. That's one of our bunya pines. The big pine cones fall off it. <clears throat> Excuse me. My throat that came on the jet plane with me. <laughs> and uh, and you eat the big nuts, which are really delicious. Okay. Of course, you do put warning signs in the park. Beware falling nuts. Uh, they're huge. <laughs> oh, really? They really oh, so they're, are. They're, they're, they hurt you a little they'll bit. They'll knock you out. They certainly <laughs> will. But see, there's the point. You visit Jurassic Ark. You actually study all over the planet. You even do a botany degree. Okay. And if your eyes are open, you will see God's word is true from That's the beginning. Right. He's made things after their own kind, and he did it because Paul wrote in Romans, things have not changed. God has stamped his nature and creation, and he doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Good point. It really is a good point. Now, you see this plant here? It looks plastic, but it's actually real. Wow. It's a cycad. Beautiful. And we dig up fossil cycads, but relevance to our subject today is you dig up dinosaurs with cycad seeds in their stomach. Huh. All right. Okay. So we know what they ate. Yes. In fact, I have here, you can hold that yourself. Okay. What do we have Another fruit uh -huh. that I dug up on a dinosaur dig that you find inside dinosaurs. That's a fossil fig. Is that right? Now, you know the Bible talks about big figs and little figs? Yeah. That's a fossil little fig. Well, how about right? that? It's supposed to be 64 and a half million years old. <laughs> Plus a few weeks. Okay. Um, okay. Now, dinosaurs ate those. The dinosaurs are gone, but the figs are still here. So I've got a question for you, David. How do you think we know it's a fossil fig? It looks like a... It, it looks like a fig. It really does, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. And the interesting thing is we know it was buried quickly in some kind of a flood because my dad grew figs. I grow figs. When they're ripe, they go purple and soft. Then they fall off and they hit the ground and go splot. And they decay. That's and they decay. Yes. That was plucked off a tree hard. Okay, so to have it preserved in this way means that it was buried very rapidly. And it was catastrophically removed from the tree before it was buried rapidly. Catastrophic. Yeah, catastrophically. Interesting. So the water was up in the tree, Okay. not just on the ground. Okay. So one of our themes as we take people through here is to show them that the world has changed, but change is not evolution. Right. Everything God made was very good. So back in the beginning, that's the cartoon type picture you'd have at Adam and Eve. Right? Okay, yeah. <clears throat> you know, dinosaurs being friendly, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and that's what good meant. Okay. They ate plants. Hmm. They didn't kill. You're listening to Wonders Without Number with David Reeves. The message presented today was filmed in studio at David Reeves Ministries Wonders of Creation Center and is available in video format with powerful accompanying visuals. Subscribe to our Genesis Plus package online to get instant access to the video format of this message and hundreds of others right on your computer or mobile device. If you are encouraged by this message and would like to be a part of sharing this information with millions across the globe, we would love to hear from you. Give us a call at 931 212-7990 or write us at David Reeves Ministries Post Office Box 2824 Lewisburg, Tennessee 37091 Visit our website davidreeves.com today That's davidreves.com And now, back to Wonders Without Number with David Reeves Now it's important we get this across, David, that the Bible talks about the world changing, but it doesn't talk about evolution. And the devil is very subtle. He teaches us change is evolution. And if evolution is true, the Bible is false. And you know the sad thing? Most people don't notice. 
Yes. They just slowly get sucked over here. Then they abandon the Bible because it's been proven wrong. And in reality, it's been proven right. So we see these things in the fossil records. We see uh, dinosaurs <clears throat> in stone. We see that they do not exist today. We do see that there are things that have gone extinct. We see that there has been change, but we automatically associate that with evolution. Yeah. When really, the Bible tells us, yes, there has been change. In fact, because of man's sin, things are going downhill. They're That's degrading. That's correct. But it's, it's not evolution over millions of years. No, it's the opposite. In fact, see our dinosaur here? Yes. We have dinosaur models all through the park because, well, kids love them, don't they? Sure. You're a big kid and you love them too. <laughs> no, and I'm an even bigger kid and I really love them. <laughs> but I brought something along for you to have a look at okay. because you just mentioned my phrase change. Mm -hmm. Now, what do you think that is, Dave? Hmm, well, this is, it looks like some sort of a polished rock. Is that right? It's a piece of polished petrified poo. <laughs> Yeah. You should have told me that before you I handed know, it I to know, me. But you washed your hands before. <laughs> um, it's dinosaur droppings. Is that right? But you know the dinosaurs are gone, but can you see some white spaces in there? Yes. What do you think that is? I don't know. Okay, we have poo today, cattle, dung, wild bear, dung, sure. etc. right? Sure. And how come the world isn't covered with the stuff? Hmm. Isn't there a little beetle that comes out in That's many right. places and eats it? That's exactly well, right. Well, these little burrows are fossil dung beetle burrows. Really? Yes. Two things. Number one, the dinosaurs are gone, the dung beetles are still here. That's right. Number two, if there never were dung beetles, there couldn't be dinosaurs because they had big you-know-whats. <laughs> and <laughs> yep. the place would have drowned in it after a few weeks, uh -huh. right? So you have to have the little ones at the same time as you have the big ones. Evolution is impossible. You have to have everything together or nothing works. Okay. But when you think about it, God must have a great sense of humor mm -hmm. because that little creature comes out at night and says, hey, there's another big brown one. Uh -huh. uh, and we don't tend to think that's funny, but in reality, these guys, that's their lifestyle. That's true. But I've got another question for you, Dave. You asked me to talk about dinosaurs, the flood, etc. How do you think that proves a flood? Um, tell me. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. There are dung beetles here today. Okay, so... Have I told you the clue? If, if the dung beetles are going out, mm -hmm. they actually survive on this. Yes, they survive on that. Then how was this preserved? Good, good. Because... What happens to the dung today? It disappears quickly, correct? It does. In but fact, it goes in and fertilizes the right. ground, and it's not... There's tons of this stuff. Okay. Number one, they were frightened. Okay. Number two, the, <laughs> the, the poo is buried real fast. Number three, the dung beetles don't have time to finish it. Okay. And you see all of that from a loader. <laughs> oh, it, won't go in, it won't go in that direction. But you see, from dinosaurs, you can learn an awful lot yes. that the world has gone downhill. Okay. We're running out of creatures. The right. world has become degenerate. It's an important point. The world hasn't stayed the same. It has changed. Sure. But the devil says change is evolution. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says change is degeneration. Okay. Right down to Noah's flood, mm -hmm. which brings us up to our last interesting fossil. Do you know what that is, Dave? It's some sort of a dinosaur, it yep, looks you're like. right. When I heard them and they found this one, I said, I've just got to have one of those. Now, I know this is not a normal reaction, but <laughs> this this is a dinosaur, which um, you see we've called it a dragon at the top. I see that. Okay, we did that deliberately for two reasons. Okay. When you actually look at its name, it's called Guanlong Wookie. Okay. Now, that's Chinese for crested dragon of five colors. Wow. Now, we have a world in which 
the Englishman who invented the word dinosaur originally called them dragons. It's provable. Okay. I've seen his own writing, right? Before he invented the word dinosaur and after he invented the word dinosaur, he still called them dragons. dragons. But now it's politically incorrect in the West to call dinosaurs dragons because, right. you know, St. George was supposed to go around killing them. Mm, the dragons. Which meant they were alive when we were alive, That's right? That's right. And we probably killed them off, not big meteorites. Mm -hmm. uh, but in China, no such political... Uh, you know, convenience like that. They called them dragons then, they call them dragons now. And do you see this guy here? Let me go back one. Okay. I take students to this and I ask them one question, how did he die? Mm -hmm. And they puzzle. I ask the adults, how did he die? And I had a group of teachers there recently, how did he die? Yeah. And most of them, well, most people aren't too experienced at dying, are they? <laughs> That's and true. they don't dig up many dead things because in reality, you look around, you see millions of living things, how many dead things did you see today, Dave? Mm -hmm. You don't. No. The environment removes them. The animals eat them. They decay. Okay, death is not a commonly preserved thing out there, but this guy is well preserved. But notice his bones are all separated. Mm -hmm. Now, number one, there's not a single chew mark on his bones. Okay. He wasn't chewed before or after he died. And he wasn't, no, I mean, there's no broken bones. Right. No broken bones. I'll, I'll save you. I'll be merciful, Dave. <laughs> Only one student has ever got this right. And he said, sir, he said, my dad's got cows. Mm -hmm. And in a recent flood, one of the cows drowned. And there it floated on the surface and swelled up and swelled up and swelled up. And then it went poof. Huh. And then it sank. Wow. And inside all its bones were blown apart by all the gases, right? Wow. And he said, that animal drowned. I said, you're right, son, and it's provable. Mm. So when you look at the dinosaurs, they're one of the best evidences as to not only them becoming extinct, but how they died. Exactly. And drowning is involved. So guess what sort of flood you'd be thinking of on a big... You, you've got it, haven't you? <laughs> yes, yeah, we're you talking sure about have. a massive <clears throat> scale flood, aren't we? So therefore, we put on the mural. Mm -hmm. Here's Guanlong. You'll see a big log jam uh, in the background there because here's our display. Guanlong, the big log there. Wow. The mural, one of our workers at Jurassic Ark. This is in situ. Uh, this is a cast. This in is that. a cast. Okay. Yeah, we don't put the real ones sure. out. <laughs> sure. But in other words, were they? Was this one found with fossilized? This was found in Jurassic sediments, the same as these here. Uh -huh. In fact, to add one thing that most people aren't aware of, we think Jurassic. You either think movies, dinosaurs, right. <laughs> or hundreds of millions of years. Right. Sure. Now, the original word was invented by a creationist. Okay. Right, who believed in Noah's flood, six days of creation. His name was Alexander von Humboldt. Hmm. And he said, yon rocks over there, look like yon rocks back where I come from. Mm -hmm. Where he came from was the Jura Mountains. Jura, Jurassic. Jurassic. Like the Jura Mountains. Makes nothing sense. to do with evolution, nothing to do with millions of years, but I've been to the Jura, lots of flood-killed creatures. Yes. Right? Lots of devastatingly, catastrophically buried, just like this. So that's the connection. Now, there's been a lot of research done on this. This is a tremendous book. It In really fact, is. by a friend, friend of ours, uh, very well illustrated. The graphics are amazing, looking at examples of illustrations in the past mm -hmm. matched with 
dinosaurs found in the fossil that's records. That's right, and that's the amazing connection that you actually make a one-for-one -one identification. Yes. It's not just a fairy story, it's a very good story. <laughs> huh? I like that. And you have also done a lot of work. This is a debate, is it? That's right? a debate. Myself and Craig Hawkins, one of our scientists, Okay. he and I versus two of Australia's leading uh, evolutionary atheists, mm -hmm. and obviously they lost and we won or we wouldn't promote the debate. But if people want to see the evidence for the dinosaurs, for the flood, and against evolution and for creation, that's two great combinations. They're available from our website Absolutely. here in the USA. Yeah. That's great, that's great. So in the last 20 seconds, if you had to summarize what we've seen today, it certainly does seem to be pointing to a global flood mm -hmm. that matches what we read in the Bible. It certainly does, and it also tells you this. There are many theories and opinions that contradict everything the Bible, Dave, but the facts never do. And that's why God holds us all accountable, and that's why he provided Jesus Christ, so that as a fact, we could have salvation. Amen. Thank you so much for being here. I, will you come back on a future program? I'll certainly do my best. We've got a lot more to cover. We really do, but we're simply out of time today.